you're referring to the GEC, right? Where that uh, that government body was created. The gentleman who was running it, he said that. He said that, you know, there's a, a master narrative. And this master narrative is what we call history. And, you know, and and propaganda aimed at the populace is, is a good thing. And but here's the thing: propaganda was actually banned. It was illegal. It was illegal to do propaganda against the American people. John F. Kennedy even warned about that. He said, like anything that was done in secrecy and darkness mm. was, you know, contrary to the principles of a republic. For a republic to be able to operate, you need true information to have that feedback mechanism. And so, so if everybody's operating from false premises, they can't make informed decisions. Kind of like with COVID, you can't make an informed decision because they didn't tell you about the actual contraindications and iatrogenic effects of the uh, the therapeutic that they were kind of pushing on people. Um, and that, by the way, as well, there, we, we just did some reporting on the New American side about something called ARPA-H. And ARPA-H was an ARPA program. Uh, you know, many of the viewers right now might be aware of DARPA, you know, the de mm. defense, what is it, Advanced Research Project Agency. And so ARPA is like a smaller kind of, you know, subsidiary of that. And, and a lot of different uh, organizations within the military have their own ARPA program. Like there's an ARPA program for geoengineering, an ARPA program for finance, an ARPA program for healthcare. And it was called ARPA-H. And Biden just mentioned that in the State of the Union and went over everybody's head. And so we're finding out now that COVID was run by the military. It was run by, you know, the de defense department. And so the, the, the actual healthcare people were third down in the chain of command. So everybody was like yelling at Pfizer or yelling at Moderna or this, they had no power. They took the money. They were happy to take the money and kind of be the front man, but they were actually third down in the chain of command. So it's, it's really interesting, like to discover like how it happened, why it happened, the weaponization of healthcare, mm -hmm. uh, the manipulation, and uh, how the media, as used by that military-industrial complex, was used to promote these things and the algorithmic manipulations that Cass Sunstein oversaw. And and they just made a reference to that as well in uh, the COP27 document, uh, Human Development Report 2021-2022 was the title of it, and that was for the uh, climate change conference that just happened a couple months back. And they said that COVID was very instrumental in teaching us the the, the techniques for propagandizing the public, how to shut down debate, how to like close mm. down all discussion. So, I mean, they're learning, but they're learning the wrong lessons. Like the, the elites, <laughs> well, it's it's. I learned that apparently it's not very hard to, to sway and to influence and to basically coerce an entire industry, and by that I mean the medical institutions into doing all the wrong things. I mean, they shut down the hospitals to everything but one disease, which also happened to have every symptom, every symptom that exists like normal exactly. people would have could be that. It was like, that was just like crazy. You know, I, I had something else going on and I remember it being such a big deal, so hard to get seen. And obviously now we're seeing uh, the results of that, you know, people, uh, the, the, the neglect has caught up and whatnot. And so it's like, in a way, you kind of see why they think it's easy and they want to like hurt us like cattle. But it's like, I want to have more hope in people. You know, I want to be able to think that if you, if people were presented with, with, uh, with good arguments that they would be like, oh, I see. Like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. You're right. And I know we have a lot of that. My impression is, and I want to know if you agree or disagree, is that my impression is that 
if it weren't for the overt propaganda, if, if it weren't surrounding you everywhere, you know, whether it be academia, whether it be media, more people would actually just uh, say what they really believe, which is contrary to almost everything you see in the media. They'd be like, yeah, girls can't be boys. Uh, the, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, I, you know, I don't agree with that lifestyle or, or, you know, there's corruption there, or, you know, I think uh, the vaccines are harmful, but I think there's a lot of people are not saying that still because they don't know they're allowed to. Yeah, well, you you mentioned uh, Mark Crispin Miller a little little back, and Mark Crispin Miller in his uh, foreword to Propaganda by Edward Bernays, he said that the enemy of the propagandist is the investigative journalist, you know, and so like programs like this are excellent for kind of counteracting propaganda. This is the antidote to look kind of like the mind mental malware that they upload into people and uh so i mean the best that we can do is you know you mentioned robert welch earlier the best that we can do is education um and uh i think madison uh james madison had an argument with um thomas jefferson about a republic and how hard republics are to run because it requires an educated populace an intelligent populace an engaged mm -hmm. populace and he said well if they're not you know up to that level we we've got to educate them up to that level you know that's the solution not just making everybody slaves and um so yeah, it's it's very hard. It's an uphill battle, but it's worth it. It's a battle that's well worth it, and it's a battle that you know you, Paul, you know you do every day, and, and you know and very very impressed by you know some of the stuff that you put out. So well, I mean, so yeah. Speaking of that, you guys, uh, by you guys, I mean us here at the JBS. We launched a new daily show to help with this, you know, because clearly. Uh, we're going on and we're saying we're here to produce truth, to combat and to neutralize uh, the lies and the propaganda. Of course, the JBS has been doing this since its inception in 1958 and actually quite before because Robert Welch, as you probably already know, he launched the American Opinion, the predecessor to the New American, in, I, I believe 1957, somewhere before he actually launched the JBS, knowing full well that what we need is an educated populace. And because if he, he had such confidence confidence that if we had people who actually knew the truth, that would automatically start uh, paving or, or redirecting the path of the nation. And, and we still, uh, we believe that and we're seeing that. Uh, Steve, uh, Steve Bonta, the executive senior editor at the TNA, he wrote an interesting piece about three weeks or four weeks ago uh, during the uh, the battle, remember the struggle for the speakership. And his only point was that this is happening because we have 20 very constitutionally oriented legislators. Uh, and he said that's more than we've had in a long, long time. And he attributes that to the education efforts of the uh, of the New American of the JBS. But going back now, uh, we have the New American TV Right, the New American TV where Rebecca Terrell, we just launched that. that you're mm -hmm. kind of you're, you play a major role in that, but all our folks do. You want to tell us about that? Yeah, it's just a, a new daily show that we're starting, just as you said, Paul. And uh, you know, we just go over the news of the day and kind of try to show you know the the deeper systems. There was a a woman, uh, she's a, a bad guy, bad girl, uh, called Danella Meadows, and she she unfortunately was part of the Club of Rome, but she wrote a really interesting book on systems theory called Thinking in Systems, Cybernetics. 
And in there, she talks about systems, like systems are thing, algorithms that repeat, right? Like our constitution is a system. It's an algorithm, right? So every, every four years, a president is elected, every six years, a senator, every two years, a congressman, et cetera, and it repeats. Or you have uh, systems in the, the sociological sphere, like Christmas, every 25, December 25th, Christmas comes around, or every July 4th, Independence Day. So these are algorithms that you set in various institutions. And so she said, if you understand the systems, then you you can see the the repetitions you can see and she said if it doesn't repeat it's not a system right so people are always like oh history repeats itself or history rhymes no systems repeat themselves and and because they repeat themselves once you understand the system you can anticipate what's going to happen and so you know people aren't aren't psychic you know but if you understand you know red blue red blue red blue red blue you know you can guess okay blue if i know that pattern blue is likely to be the next in that series and so she said the evening news is almost worthless because she said that these are data points random data points out of context and she said and they do not show the underlying system you know and so we at the uh, the the new american uh, tv with rebecca tarot were trying to you know kind of show you know like the, the daily news cycle but then to go a little bit deeper and show the underlying systems so that you understand why this happened not just that it happened but why did it happen you know and uh you know hopefully we'll we'll do better at that and we have uh you know various segments as well you know re related to uh some of our other uh, great reporting and stuff uh some really fantastic journalism and panels on uh you know issues that you know issues of the day so you know hopefully uh you guys will tune in and we will help combat the propaganda by being yeah. uh, the, the enemies of the propagandists, which means we're going to be blacklisted